Soul Party, an X-Files podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Julia. And today we are talking about Season 3, Episode 23, which is Wet Wired. Cool. How are you? Um, I'm currently quite high, so I'm oh, really? sorry. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you didn't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I had, I mean, Erin knows this, but I started classes yesterday and the teacher that I had today um, was really a lot for my brain to process. I'll say that. It's a nice way that I can. So I ate an edible when that started, hoping it would kick in fairly quickly. Um, but my class started at like 4.30. <laughs> and it took like three hours to kick in. So we're still on the tail end of that. Amazing. Yeah, how are you? <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> I'm okay. Um, I am going to Maine. Um, yeah, so I'm all right. I, my day will start getting a lot better around four o'clock tomorrow when I am done with work. Hell yeah. Did I say day? I meant week. I don't know what I said. Um, I already forgot. I honestly don't remember already. (laughs) Yeah, it's all right. This is going to be a fun one. Wee! Also, my lashes are way too big to wear glasses. So I have to keep taking them on and off. Oh my god. My glasses are really, really loose on me. This happens all the time and I have a, a screwdriver if that would help. Um, we can definitely try that after this episode. Just because yeah, they definitely didn't used to be as loose as they are now. I think they were always like a little bit loose because they're just big for my face, but yeah. It's like really bad. Like to the point where like I can't wear the mask. Because it, where, it just, they, my glasses slip off. And I'm like, oh my god. I have this thing called Nerd Wax. And it doesn't work for me because my glasses are too big. But maybe <laughs> it'll work for you. I will give it a try. Thank you for your solution. You're welcome. Love that. I just need to order more contacts because I really <laughs> prefer wearing contacts for me. But nope. Um, but now I don't have any contact because I ran out, so. Oh, no. I'm just blind. I'm sorry. Is you can okay. take Porter's eyeballs. Porter, you probably have way better eyeballs than I've ever had. That'd be sick. You don't mind? He says no. He looks a little <laughs> mad, but he's like, I guess so. All right. Let's get into this episode. It's yeah. pretty fun. I, yeah, I, I like this one. really love this episode, actually. I was very happy with it. Um, a lot of people, like, that review it actually didn't, like, not that they hated it, but, like, a lot of people were like, it's okay. I'm like, I thought it was, like, a really, really well done episode. But yeah. maybe I just have poor taste. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my God. So, we ah, start out. there's a man on the floor. Go away. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> we start out in Maryland. Um, and we are watching this guy dig a grave. Um, I totally forgot about this already. Wow. Nice. This, this is going to be bad. Yep. This is going to be really fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's digging a grave. I would give his grave digging skills like a six out of ten. Very shallow. The guy's hand is like sticking straight up. So like there's no way that you're going to make the ground level after that. Like just... I mean, this hire a gardener. I, I know. Why don't you just hire your local grave digger? Like, 
they're probably better at it. And yeah, so six out of ten. Good effort, but just execution is not there. But he does manage to put the body in, um, and he is like, fuck you, man. And then he spits on him. He doesn't spit on him, but... (laughs) Wait, you know what would be weirdly fun? Um, To read Yelp reviews of cemeteries. Oh, my God. Or maybe funeral homes, but... Do you think people do that? They have to, I feel like. Oh. I don't know, but, like, (laughs) I want to read the bad reviews. Wow. Um, yes. <laughs> like if someone's like literally gravedigger, six out of ten, grounds not level, I would die. They dropped my grandma <laughs> in the casket. It's horrible. <laughs> I learned in my class yesterday about where the barcodes are when you buy a casket because my teacher learned the hard way because they didn't know that it was on like the foot side of it because they came shipped vertically. Um, so why would you see it? But the, they left the barcode on when they were lowering the family member into the grave and the family complained. And they're like, oh, we didn't even know it was there. I'm so sorry. Oof. I would be mortified. Yeah, that's that's a lot. But the more you know. The more you know. Always check for barcodes and stickers. <laughs> Especially on your babies. Yes. Yep. Um... So he kills this guy, and then he's like, your killing days are over, bud. And then he is washing up in the sink, as you do after you just yes. dug a grave. But someone comes up behind him, and surprise, it's the guy that he just buried. I told you you needed to bury him deeper. Yeah. So, as any logical human would do, he kills him again. Um, but then, as he is putting the body in his trunk... The cops come, and then the cops get out, and guess what? It's the same guy that he just murdered that's now in his trunk. <laughs> what the fuck? Now it's getting really weird. It, this hurt my brain. But then the cops end up not being the murder victim. Yeah, it like does a weird staticky thing for his and vision. And then all of a sudden there's like a shift, and it's like, oh, no, you guys are just regular cops. Weird. Yeah. Um, and they're like, you're going to have to come with us. But... Then they look in the trunk, and he notices that it is not the guy that he thought he killed. It's his wife. So that sucks. And we go to Mulder, who is in his car meeting (laughs) with who we know as Plain Clothes Man. Um, But Mulder does not know him. Mulder's being funny, and he's like, well, this blind date's not going very well, considering I've been waiting for two hours. Poor thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, the what is, well-dressed man? Is that what you just said? Plain clothes. Plain clothes. Opposite of well-dressed. Okay. Um, he has a newspaper article considering the case that we just saw before the opening statement. He's like, I want you to go investigate this. Um, that's all you get to know. So sorry, bye. Yeah. And Mulder does not like that answer. Um, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So he's <laughs> just like, you don't need to know who I am. You don't need to know anything. Here you go. Go work on it. So Mulder and Scully go to visit the suspect who says, or like from the person at the hospital, they find out that this man killed five people. 
And he yeah. thought that they were all the same man. And they blame it on possible drug use or um, like a paranoid, schizophrenic kind of delusional state. So yeah. maybe possibly brought on by drug use. So, But we um, also learned, what, in the same town there was a babysitter? Right. Um, that who killed, killed the two, two children. Kids because she thought they, they were, were wolves. wolves. So something's up. Yeah. Um, and the, the guy at the, like, hospital, he's kind of just warning them. He's like, oh, like, he has, like, some pretty bad outbursts, but, like, he's heavily subdued right now. So, um, he's just, like, sitting there in a chair. He looks, honestly, like he's, like, just completely out of it. Yeah. But Mulder's like, okay, well, he doesn't seem like he's very feisty. (laughs) But then all of a sudden he starts, like, freaking out. And the orderlies have to come and restrain him. It's, um, I mean, they don't know it at the time, but there is a TV on that's playing the news of, uh, is it Mussolini? No. It was a different guy, but they're saying it's a politician from, or a war criminal from Yugoslavia. Okay. So, um, yeah. So that comes on the TV and then all of a sudden he just starts having a meltdown. Yeah. Um, well, they go to the the house, right? Oh, wait, yeah. I actually just, like, literally <laughs> skipped, like, three lines of yeah. my notes. So uh, Mulder and right Scully here. decide that they are going to go check out um, this man's house and see if they can find any clues. Um, but <laughs> first they, they walk into two kids just watching Die Hard um, on the TV of this guy's house. And they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> Because they were just, like, going about down the halls, and then they hear, like, someone screaming. Yeah. But it's not a real person. It's just the TV. Um, but, he, yeah, these two fucking kids playing hooky. Like, just, like, school yeah. at this random person's house. Like, um, like, they left the window for the cat, so he just, like, climbed in. Like, Mulder's okay, like, well, this man fuck? just murdered five people, so maybe don't do that. Yeah. Um. But they find, um, like, tons and tons of videos. Yeah. Videotapes. Of course, Mulder makes a porn joke. Um, but I, th- it seems like they're just, like, tapings of the news every night. Yeah, so Scully says that it's actually, she's like, it's the same news channel from the hospital. Like, it's what he was watching when he started freaking out. They leave, but they also, out the window, like, it doesn't, it's not like a really big deal at the time but they do see a cable man like a cable repair man who because the tv when the kids yeah. leave start like starts acting up and getting all staticky out. yeah and then they see like oh if someone's working on the cable not a big deal um but they just quickly show that and then Mulder and scully go to watch some of these tapes and see if there's any kind of like evidence on them and Mulder's eating all of his sunflower seeds, and it's really gross how he just keeps them everywhere. I don't like that, but Scully's theory of this is that the TV show and the um, methamphetamine <laughs> that he was using are probably responsible for his paranoia, and that led him to murder people. So, yeah. Um, she believes that it's kind of like some sort of uh, like delusional paranoia thing that's brought on just by a combination of like watching the news every night 
and doing a lot of math. Yeah. So Mulder doesn't buy this, though. He's like, no, I don't think that's it. Um, Which is strange. Yeah. Because that feels very logical, but also, like, still some... I I don't know. I don't know why I expected Mulder to get get behind that, because, like... They're both acting a little weird this episode. Yes. I mean, one is a little bit more explained than the other. Yeah. But I guess Mulder leaves. Yeah. And then we just see Scully um, watching videos. Yeah, Mulder basically is like, I'm going to go... Like to sleep, um, and then Scully's like, "Okay, I'm gonna stay up for a little bit longer and watch these tapes." And he's like, "Okay." Mulder supposedly goes to bed, and Scully's watching these tapes. But then, and she sees Mulder in the car with cigarette smoking man, and Mulder's like giving him a tape, and they're talking. So she starts getting like, "Oh fuck! Like, what is going on here? Something is not right." Yeah, they're like chilling smiling in the car and shit yeah i was gonna say at one point it looks like they're like laughing or smiling together like whatever so scully starts to be like what is going on here um and she goes back to bed but in the morning when she sees Mulder, she confronts him and is like the car moved like where did you take the car last night and he was like no i moved it this morning when i went to go get a newspaper and she does notice that there's no cigarette ashes in the car yeah but she's still not convinced that he's telling the truth so she's like okay but she drops it because they have to go to another case yeah Um, which is why there she's in the car anyways right yeah i mean i just figured it doesn't yeah it makes it easier just like go out of order from the episode (laughs) it's actually not that big of a deal but it is a little bit of a big deal um but yeah so they go because they were uh, told that there is another case where a woman, we see her doing her dishes, and then she all of a sudden starts to hallucinate. Um, and everything looks like kind of like a staticky TV. Yeah. But like with color. Like, um, remember when they used to do like the weather alerts and it would be like the really loud noise, and then like yeah. the whole like screen would go like blue and red yeah and have the lines that's kind of what it looks like yeah for all all the 90s babies she looks out her window and she appears who looks to me to be billy mays but um apparently is not <laughs> in the hammock um with a girl on top of him and so apparently this is her husband yeah billy mays um, and so she grabs her shotgun and she kills him because he's a cheating trifling hoe. <laughs> he's a cheating Billy Mays. Cheating Billy Mays. Yeah. Um, however, we find that in reality, she actually killed her neighbor who was in the hammock because that's his hammock and it's not even her fucking yard. So I don't know why she thought it was her husband. Yeah. And the- also he had his dog on top of him. Yeah. Thankfully, the dog was not harmed. No, the little golden Just retriever. Just the neighbor was murdered. Scully should take him. No, I don't think so. Not, not, but Queequeg's gone. Not this episode. <laughs> also, what if he smells? Is she just going to off him, too? Like, come on. No. Um, I, don't, I don't trust it anymore. I think 
Scully, you should stay away from dogs. Scully stays back to check out something in the house, I think. And then Mulder goes running because he notices the same cable guy showing up. Um, yeah, and, and then at go- first he just, like, goes up to it, like, he's just trying to be like, hi, and then the guy, like, immediately gets in the van and, like, starts driving off, but it almost seems like you could say that he didn't see Mulder, doesn't seem like he's, like, running away from Mulder, but he does just, like, ignore Mulder completely, like, yeah. he should have heard him, and then just gets in the van and, like, drives, drives away. Yeah, um, Mulder's long-ass legs cannot keep up, unfortunately. But he just decides to go scale the wooden pole anyways and uh, look into the cable box and Scully is watching him like, what the living shit? (laughs) But she's also like kind of dipping in and out of paranoia. So yeah, it seems like he is like planting something almost, but he comes back down with this weird mechanism that was in the cable box and it looks different than all the other ones. Um, and he says he's going to go take it for evaluation, whatever that verb would be. Also, while they're at that woman's house, though, they, they also find a bunch of tapes of basically like, like kind of the same thing. Um, but not news. It's, it's not the news. It's more like the price is right. And like Jeopardy and like stuff like that. But like, or like, um, like Wheel of Fortune. I don't know. But she, like, has all of... Which I feel like... I don't know. I feel like some old people would probably record every episode of Jeopardy, but... Yeah. It's still kind of weird. Um, and just, like, even, like, like product, like, infomercial-esque kind of things. Um, so she has, like, a ton of those, which is weird. Um, and then the cable. So he's like, yep, yeah, gotta go get this analyzed. And he doesn't say anything to Scully about who he's going to get it analyzed by, right? He, he does says, not. Like, Scully mentions go. that they sh- he should go to whoever their friend is that yeah. keeps coming up. I think his name's like Danny or something. Um, yeah, sure. But Mulder doesn't exactly like confirm or deny that he's going. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to go take it to go get it analyzed right now. Um, you stay back and I guess watch the tapes. Great. While I'm gone. Um, but then we just learn that he goes to take it to the lone gunman. Obviously. But with um, Scully's, like, <laughs> paranoia brain. Yeah. I think we're being pushed to think that he's going to get a, like, quote-unquote, not actually, but analyzed by, like, CGB and company. Mm. Be like, yeah, I totally know where I can take it and get it to get yeah, mm, yeah. analyzed. Let's see. Um, but... No, he takes it like his friends. Yeah. Which is stupid, because I feel like he should have just fucking told her that. But whatever. Yeah, I mean, who knows. But, so, the lone gunmen say that this device, um, they don't exactly know what it is or how it works, but it is, like, emitting some kind of signal, so they think that maybe it could be used for mind control. And that's pretty much all they, like, have to say is, like, they're just like, it's, a, it's emitting some kind of signal, which is weird. Um, so then Mulder calls Scully and is like, hey, what's up? And she's just like, really fucking paranoid at this point. She's back at the hotel room and she like starts thinking that she's hearing clicks on the line and she's like, someone's listening to us. Who's listening to the line? Like, where did you go? I know that you didn't like 
take it to our friend and he's like I didn't yeah I, I didn't take it to them and she's like so where did you go like why aren't you telling me things like just getting really really paranoid and really worked up and she like ends up taking apart the phone thinking that someone is tracing the call and then just kind of like rips apart the whole hotel room thinking that there's some kind of monitoring devices in there yeah so she's like taking apart fire alarms like remotes everything like getting just flipping over tables yeah just ripping pictures delusionally (laughs) paranoid at this point Mulder gets back and knocks on the door and she starts shooting at the door and then just runs runs away and so Mulder like doesn't know what to do um they search for her and he calls mama scully and tells her kind of what's going on, but then has to go because Skinner is here. And Skinner has ordered basically a manhunt. He's like, at this point, Scully's considered armed and dangerous, so we gotta go after her. Yeah. And Mulder really is like, just like, I think I can calm her down. Like, can you just like make, like if they do get eyes on her, like just have them like wait until I get there. I think yeah. I can calm her down. And Skinner is not convinced and he's like she fired at you and a civilian, so she's dangerous. Um but he's like, okay, we'll see what happens. Um and Mulder starts looking for her on his own. But when he fails, he goes back to the lone gunman. Um they have worked on this more. Of course they have. You know what they did to work on it? What? They took a break first. They took a break. They took a break first. Yes. Right. We'll be right back. Goodbye. And we're back. Hello. Hello. So we're with the lone gunman. So they have worked a little bit more on the cable scrambler. And they have found... I don't know. It's like this weird... Back and forth with Mulder of them comparing a regular cable monitor, I guess, or yeah. like a regular blocker, and then whatever this one is. Um, and there doesn't, th- wow, what is grammar? <laughs> there doesn't seem to be much of a difference at all until you like zoom in, I guess, like 50 fucking thousand times. <laughs> and then there's like one certain frequency that is different. But they have figured out that it's, like, kind of a mind control signal. Yeah, it's, like, subliminal messaging. Yeah, and they found 57 channels of it. Right. So, that's fun. (laughs) And they also believe that maybe Mulder is immune to it because he's colorblind. Yes. But then he gets a call that he has to go because they want him to identify possibly scully's body so he's like fuck okay um i'm sure people watching this live might have been like freaking out a little bit because we are getting towards the end of season three mm. so it might be feasible that she died yeah but um plot twist it's not that would be such a shitty way for her to like just like drop off the face of the earth There's like, oops, yeah, I don't know what happened to her. Um, <laughs> but, so the state police believe that they might have found Scully's body. 
Mulder goes to identify her, and in the parking lot, he is stopped by the plainclothes guy again. Um, and he's like, get in, like, I need to tell you something. And blah, 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 like, you're wasting time, essentially. He is like, uh, no, because I have to go identify the body of my partner. Love of my life. Yeah, my wifey. Um, so he chooses Scully, obviously. Turns out it's not actually her, um, of course. So everything's fine. Um, but the morgue person, the autopsyist. Um, fuck, the coroner. Coroner. Yeah. Tells him <laughs> that Scully's mom hasn't been answering. He hasn't been able to get in touch with her. So, um, he goes to Scully's mom's house and turns out that Scully is in fact there. Um, but she is very paranoid at this point, and, um, she tries to shoot Mulder. Yeah, she thinks that Mulder is here to kill her. Mm Mm-hmm. She, her paranoia is telling her that, um, he has basically been lying to her the whole time, and he, like, betrayed the fuck out of her. He's one of the men that abducted her and, like, put the thing in her neck and, like, killed her sister. Yeah. And all of this. She's like, you never trusted me. Yeah. And it's really sad. We get a very cute moment of him being like, you're the only one I trust. I know. He's like, but babe, I love you. I know. But Scully's mom steps in and is able to calm her down. She's just like, you trust me because I'm your mom. So just That's why you came here. Yeah. So she puts the gum gum gun down (laughs) um and they take her to the hospital um and when Mulder visits she's doing a lot better and he says that he thinks the signal makes like whatever people's worst fears are into like essentially delusions that make it seem like it's reality um yeah so this is what I want to like I don't understand what the first person's he, biggest anxiety would have been then. I think because his parents were... See, that's why I thought it was, like, something like the... Um, because, like, the woman being scared that her husband is cheating on her makes sense. Yeah. I feel like when you're a teen and you're babysitting, you always have, like, weird paranoias about, like, something happening to the kids while the parents are gone. So, like, that kind of makes sense to me. I don't see, or I guess it's not exactly explained how, like, this dude killed five fucking people because he thought that they were all the same man. But, like, what is that unlocking? He thought that the man was um, the guy on the TV, so, like, the dictator or whatever, um, who, like, he, because both of his parents were Holocaust survivors, he said, or they said. So he's afraid of like being captured or tortured or whatever so his delusion is i missed him. that part <laughs> yeah his delusion is him like basically like fighting a war criminal yeah that's basically it um so yeah and then scully's like worst fear is that Mulder's gonna betray her yeah i'm just sad Mulder is like, okay, good. Um, Scully is 
Billy's good, but this then he... part was a little weird. Or like confusing. To me, I guess. It's a like it's just like a lot of medical stuff that I'm just like what? Because they said that Scully, the only like thing that they found was that she, the night before she had high serotonin levels, and then Mulder Which would be like conducive to mania. Yeah, and then Mulder asked about amphetamine abuse, and then decided to go talk or try to call the doctor that was with the first victim, right? Or patient, I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so he, like, basically decides to do a little detective work on this doctor, maybe trying to see if the first person had similar levels of serotonin um, or, you know, if it was actually even proven that he ever did have, like, a drug um, issue. Okay. So maybe he's just trying to compare notes and be like, how is this connected? Yeah. I don't know, but either way, he does want to go talk to the doctor. So he traces the doctor's phone number to an empty hotel room where he finds cigarettes in the ashtray. And, um, well, it was the same hotel they were staying at, it's right? It's the same hotel that they were staying at because it's the same guy that lets him in. And he's like, Do you want me to go first? And he's like, Yeah, I don't want to get the fucking <laughs> shot. He is able to use the phone line records to trace the doctor. His name's Stroman, by the way, Dr. Stroman, um, to a house where he is like, it looks like he is about to go in or like knock on the door, but then he sees the cable repairman pull up. So he hides in the bushes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he sees them meeting. But they're kind of like both, you can hear them from the window, and they're like... Waiting for someone else. He's waiting for someone. They're like, he should have been here by now. I don't know what's going on. Blah, blah, blah. Um, So Mulder decides to like sneak around back and go in. But just as he's about to go in, there's shots that ring out, and he finds both men dead. And then X is like, ha-ha, I got you. Not really. He's like, you're too late, bro. Yeah. He's like, I told you this was going to happen. Yeah. And again, Mulder's daddy issues regarding X come flying back through and he just starts yelling at him. Yeah. Well, because X is like, I told you what was going to happen. And I literally had my informant come and tell you that you needed to move because they were destroying evidence. And he was like, yeah, but you why would you kill them? And he's like. Because that is my job. I tried to give you plenty of time to do this, but you chose to identify Scully's body instead. So this is where we're at. Um, And Mulder's obviously upset, but he doesn't understand that X has a job to do. Okay? Yeah. We have mouths to feed over here. (laughs) Um, I find it hard to believe that X would maybe have any kind of family. Yeah. If he does, that would be kind of really sad because yeah. he should probably switch lines of work. But Yeah, maybe a little bit. Um, but who knows? Because, I mean, like, we know that Mulder's dad decided to reproduce multiple times anyways. Yeah, even but... Even he was involved in I don't the think... same, probably even more capacity than X, honestly, because he's, like, an OG. Yeah. Yeah, because I was just going to say, I don't think X is as old as Mulder's dad. <laughs> but no. maybe... No, but still, like, I just mean, like, 
you know, yeah. some of these people decided to reproduce, even though their job was very demanding and scary. Um, but whatever. No judgment. Little judgment, but whatever. <laughs> um, but Mulder's upset because he thinks that the entire world revolves around him. And he is like, you put my life on the line and you never do any of the work and you never tell me the answers. You always make me guess and I hate you. <laughs> and that is my impression of Mulder. We're probably going to get a one-star review yeah, for being say. mean to Mulder again. Um, but he do be a baby sometimes, so. He do be that Libra baby. Um, and then he's kind of just like, so like. <laughs> This is all, like, a ploy to tell people, like, you're brainwashing people to tell them what to buy and who to vote for. And this is all, like, a conspiracy, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. X is like, huh, that's funny. You think we'd stop there? Yeah. But okay, we'll go with that. Yeah. uh, X is like, you really think that they'd stop at commerce and politics? Like, being like, are you fucking stupid? But... I kind of, like, love this line because it's, like, we have this idea as Mulder, of Mulder as a character, of, like, extreme paranoia and, like, he is, like, overly worried of everything and he's afraid of everything and blah, 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 and, like, don't trust anyone. And it, like, is always meant to be, like, oh, like, you're, like, going too far or, like, you're you're doing too much. And then X is, like, you're you should be more scared like you're talking world domination over here and you're talking about politics like yeah no sweetie like think way harder (laughs) go outside the box you you're not paranoid enough you need to get way more (laughs) skeptical of your government because they're about to destroy you and i just love that line i think it's great um and then Mulder is still mad, so he decides to pull his gun on X, who basically just laughs and is like, bitch, you need me. <laughs> and then Mulder's like, you right, and puts the gun down. Um, Thanks, Dad. Nice hanging with you. See you like, next fine. time. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, he's like, you didn't even introduce me. I didn't even know. You didn't even come. You just sent some random person to hang out with me. And he's like, yeah. Because I'm not actually your dad. I'm not your dad. <laughs> <laughs> you're not that dude bro um anyways and then later X meets with cigarette smoking man in the car and he cigarette smoking man is like he's getting sus he's, he's catching on I wouldn't be surprised if he just knows the whole time because yeah. it's, it's cigarette smoking man and I think he just likes to play games with people but he's like so is this situation handled and X is like yep he's like, okay, so what about Mulder's informant? And he's like, he's been eliminated. And then he's like, so what about his informant's informant? And he's like, the other source remains unknown. Yep. Which is exactly what Mulder is telling to Skinner at the same time about X. So, oh, well, because very good. Skinner's like, yo, this report's weird as fuck. Like, you have no answers. <laughs> you just have more questions. It's like a very chaotic episode of Twin Peaks written by David Lynch. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Um, but then Scully comes in and there's like no there's like no hits on the cable guy. <laughs> 
his name's not Larry. Wow, that's stupid. Um, but also Dr. Strowman? Is that his name? Uh, uh, yes. So Dr. Strowman apparently is not who that guy was because uh, the doctor d- died in like 1978, I think they said. It was either 83 or 70. 78 or 73. Um, so long gone. Yeah. So we don't know who that person actually was at fucking all. Crazy. Hey! More mystery. Um, yeah. So that's our episode, I think. Yeah. Do you have anything? Um, not really. I just, you know, I just really like this episode. I think that, um, I really like, like, Scully's character in this because I think it's kind of nice to show her sometimes being the one that's possibly more like showing her being paranoid and like more unhinged than Mulder was like a really nice touch because like yeah if this episode had gone like the other way and they had decided that like Scully was somehow not affected by the mind control and Mulder was the one acting paranoid I feel like everyone would be like yeah duh like okay We've already been here the whole time. Um, so I really liked that switch of character. Yeah. And I think it balanced off of each other really well. Like, they both, like, shows how much they need each other. So overall, I just, I think, like, the acting is really good. I think the script was really good. I have some stuff. Yes. Okay. Well, one, this was written by... Matt Beck, who was typically the visual effects producer on the first five seasons, but this is the only script he ever wrote. Um, And then I think this was one of Vince Gilligan's first X-File episodes, who we know went on to do um, Breaking Bad. But the character of John Gilnitz is mentioned because it's a combination of the like new writers, which is John Shaban, <laughs> Vince Gilligan, and Frank Spotnitz. So they just created that name and then it like showed up like five different times throughout their like time on X Files. <laughs> but only if they all work together. So yeah. And then apparently Plain Clothes Man was created because Stephen Williams that plays X was unavailable <laughs> to film those <laughs> scenes because he had a schedule scheduling conflict. Nice. So they're like, we'll just create new antagonists. Like it's fine. Yeah. That's fine. This is just your stepdad now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next week. Um, oh, wait. Okay. The final we get dates and times on almost every like new scene in this episode. And then the last two, they put the date as the date that the episode actually aired, which I thought was kind of cool. But yes, next week. Was it episode? Nope. Season three, episode 24. Oh, boy. It's called Talitha Kumi. Sure. A what? (laughs) Talitha Kumi. Um, It is the first installment of a two-part episode. Um, I believe it is mythology. 
But while Scully researches a man with extraordinary healing abilities named Jeremiah Smith, Mulder finds evidence of a deadly alien bounty hunter. Bum bum. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's the last episode of season three. Oh, shit. Okay. And then we're on season four. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, then. We're, we're getting close to week? home. Oh, God. Spooky episode. I have not watched that episode in so long. Me neither. It scares me. I know. <laughs> but I love it. Hopefully by that time, places here actually have Halloween decorations. Because almost no one does. And everyone else on TikTok and Instagram has it. It's not even spooky land over there. So I'm sad. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Anything else? I think that's it. Okay. You can follow us and like us on Instagram and Twitter and Patreon at UFO Party Pod. We just put up a new Patreon episode, I think last week, week before. I don't know. Recently uh, on recently? MK Ultra, which kind of like goes into this episode a little bit. Just on the theme of mind control. That's the only connection. <laughs> um, but you can subscribe to our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. And you can buy merch on our merch store. That's in our link tree and all of our bios. And you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And please give us five stars, even if you don't like Mulder. Or even if you like Mulder. We like Mulder. We like Mulder. He just needs to be checked sometimes. Yes. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, and stay safe. Stay spooky. Bye. Bye.